What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Regan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but that is complete bullshit. It's my goal at the show to bring you the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly, truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. I want to give those in need a reason to fight. I want to live every day like it's my last night. I want to change how we play the game. Yo, what's up, you filthy animals? Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the Northern Hemisphere. My name is Tyler Egan, and I already said that, so you already know it. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's my name <laughs> today. Um, so I don't know when this is going to air. I think by the time this airs, the challenge will have kicked off so i'm hosting my first um like fat loss challenge where i'm gonna be providing people with a bunch of nutritional guidelines because like let's be real who the fuck wants to track calories i thought tracking calories earlier this year i'm like wait life's so much better without that shit um and like through that time i've just kind of tried to figure out like how do i make this super simple for people to not have to track their calories but still but of course still achieve their goals like whether it's weight loss muscle gain some kind of combination of the two just health whatever whatever right how can i like break this the fuck down super simplified so that people can do this shit so i can help my clients with this and not make it a thing because you know tracking calories is fucking tedious and while I personally believe everybody should understand what they're putting in their body, and I think tracking calories has a lot more benefit than just understanding the total caloric intake you're, you're getting, um, like you can see like nutrient density, stuff like that, uh, I think I think it's important that people understand this, and I think everybody should be able to track their own calories. However, I understand most people do not want to. Most people don't want to. Let's face it, if you're someone who's a, somebody else who's in the fitness industry and you don't realize this yet, well, listen to what I'm saying. People don't want to do it. So um, I was trying to figure out how to break this shit down. And uh, it's kind of what I'm going to be giving everybody who's entered into my four-week fat loss challenge starting November 1st. It's October 27th. So uh, yeah, no, I probably won't air this till afterwards. So it, it's that will be irrelevant at this point in which you are listening to it. So um, yeah, so today I want to give you guys everything I've learned um, about how to achieve your goals, how to lose fat, lose weight, build some muscle without tracking your fucking calories because it's annoying and I hear shoulders cracking. So I actually, I'm going to go off on a tangent again. I uh, I bought a slant board so I could start to mess around with this thing a little bit. And if you don't know what a slant board is, it's literally just a wooden board that is on a slant picture a right angled board <laughs> that is on a slant and um, it, it makes it easier to sit into a deep squat position, which is part of the reason why I did it. I want to be able to do that with a little bit more ease. So it makes it easier. And I brought it up into my office and I have been standing on it and getting a bit more of a stretch in my calves and things have been cracking and jacking. So, okay, enough of my tangent. Let's talk about this shit. First things first, when it comes Two, not tracking your calories. What are your goals? I'm always going to start in the same place. What are your goals? What are you at? Fat loss, build muscle, some kind of combination of the two. Um, just 
be healthier you're trying to get thick like super fucking swole you're trying to get like super skinny don't you shouldn't do that um uh you got to determine your goals so that your goals it's irrelevant um definitely and like you know i think uh i feel like i've heard people talk about this before but i don't really follow all of the drama that is involved with any industry anymore but i feel like um people were demonizing like progress pictures and transformations and shit like that for a while and it, and it probably still still are honestly i just don't i tune that kind of stuff out however it's like what people don't understand is and this this is something i wish i would have done more of like taking progress pictures when you first start your fitness fat loss weight gain whatever your journey actually is um and taking progress pictures is huge because you get to see how far you've come and it's not like and because I, I think this is where people this is where the movement has gone with it um i think people don't like it because people will see old pictures of themselves and beat themselves up or make themselves feel guilty or be like oh man i i, I hated that person even though it's it's you it's like it's a part of you you can't get rid of that you can't um shame yourself to the point where it'll go away trust me i've tried um the, like whatever whenever you look at an old picture of yourself just remember like that's where you started and just be proud of how far you've come instead of looking at it and like feeling guilty or bad or, or shameful or anything like that i wish i would have told myself that sooner i never took progress pictures for that reason because i never i couldn't look at myself and then I actually, there's like, I have like one from when I first, like six months into the journey and uh, I had already lost a little bit of weight. So I, I honestly forget what I looked like prior to, but it would have been cool to see the difference now that I understand the benefits of having like progress pictures and transformations and stuff like that. So first off, establish your goals. It takes a fucking pictures, take some pictures so you can see how far you're going to come, how far you've gone or how far you have come. I don't know. Have come definitely my mind uh went into the wrong place there okay so goals established boom uh uh um where was i going with this this is already happening progress take a progress picture sorry and then let's just start with if you are lifting heavy weights if you are challenging yourself through resistance training track your damn protein i think it's the only thing that is quote unquote required to track and like here is what i recommend Figure out how you can break your pro get get your total protein number for the day. I always tell people like 0. 0.8 uh, multiply your body weight or your goal body weight depending on how much you weigh by 0. 0.8. So for me, because like I'm within a healthy BMI or whatever the fuck they call it, I would just take my current weight and multiply it by 0. 0.8. So for me, it's like uh, I'm actually I have an example here, so I'm just gonna use it. Um, 175 like let's say your number your goal weight is 175 or you weigh 175 you multiply that by 0.8 and that comes out to about 140 grams so that is your protein intake that you want to hit now be fucking flexible be understanding you're not perfect and you're never going to be um so give yourself a little fucking wiggle room here and this is i think this is the problem with tracking calories is people get too rigid and they're just like it has to be and it doesn't have to be anyway so 140 grams of protein is a good starting place and then i always say like 15 to 20 grams above and below like you're probably going to be fine like i'm like 98.9 percent sure you're going to be fine you're not going to die so so then from there you just try to hit anywhere from 120 to 160 grams of protein per day okay so now you have your total protein take you know what you need to you know what you you should about get for your total protein intake so you can build some muscle and lean the fuck out or lean the fuck out now 
figure out how many meals you want to eat a day. Figure it out. Because, like, look, I mean, I think a lot of people seek out meal plans and stuff like that because it's easier and they don't have to think as much. And I totally get that. But, like, wouldn't it be cooler if you could figure out what works best for you, what you enjoy doing, how it will work best for you and your schedule? Like, I could write a meal plan for a client right now um, who's super fucking busy and just give them something I've done um, and they could try to follow it. But, like, it was tailored to fit me and my schedule and what I like to do, not them. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how a lot of people in fitness do it. They will not, – not everybody, but they'll give you something to work for them. So figure out how many meals that you want to eat. And again, this is about me giving you some kind of guidelines here so that you can achieve your goals without tracking calories and, and, and spending more money, honestly, and spending money on a meal plan or someone to write a meal plan or anything like that. So you have your protein intake. Now figure out how many meals you want to eat a day. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, I couldn't fucking recommend intermittent fasting more. Basically, just skip breakfast. Don't like cut out any food for the first three to five hours in the day and then try to stop eating about two hours before you go to bed so if you eat if you wake up at 6 a.m and you don't eat for the first let's say four hours so that's 10 o'clock you have your first meal at 10 o'clock and then you stop eating at 8 p.m you have now taken what probably would have been normally people wake up and within like the first hour they eat breakfast so you wake up at six you're eating breakfast by seven and then they'll go all the way up to like right before bed and they'll eat so Seven o'clock, typical, on a typical day. Seven o'clock. So let's say you 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 wake up at six, you eat breakfast at seven, and then you have like a snack, and then you eat lunch at noon, and then you have like a snack, and then you eat dinner at like six, and then you maybe have like a little pre-bed snack. So you 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 just kind of ate like six meals in, in a way, and now um, you have like f- 15, 16 hours of eating. Instead, we by skipping breakfast or the first four hours of the day and then cutting it off two hours before you go to bed. So let's say 10 o'clock bedtime, stop eating at eight. Um, You have now condensed your eating window down to about 10 hours. So you're fasting for 24. There's a fuck ton of uh, research to prove the benefits of fasting. It's not just skipping breakfast like people like to claim it to be. However, for fat loss concerns, for just health concerns, like just skipping breakfast, it's all you really need to know what to do. Um, so I couldn't recommend that shit more, especially for fat loss, because there's so, oh my God, I, I should just do a whole other episode on fasting again. It's such a good fucking tool. Anyway, um, okay, so protein intake, figure that out. How many meals a day? Implement intermittent, intermittent fasting. If you think you can fit that into your schedule, into your busy ass fucking day, because we're all fucking busy. Right. Regardless, you need to figure out, um, maybe figure out if you want to do intermittent fasting before you determine your how many meals that you're going to eat a day. Now you have your meals. You know how many you're going to eat a day. Now fucking divide the protein up among those. So if you have 140 grams of protein and you are going to eat, damn it, I should have done this with an easy number. Where's my phone? Okay. So if you're going to eat 140, and they said to calculator, you wouldn't always have a calculator on you. Fuck you, Mrs. Pinto. She was my eighth grade math teacher. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so let's say you have a, you're trying to eat 140 grams of protein and you want to eat uh let's say you, you like doing five meals a day two two snacks right so you five five meals two snacks so you want to try to eat 28 grams of protein per meal um that's why i kind of like doing just like big ass meals instead because then like you know 40 40 
or 140 divided by let's just say three big meals it's like 45 grams of protein per meal um like for someone who eats meat you can just have like a big ass piece of like chicken or whatever um you know some fucking rice because there's protein in there some a fuck ton of vegetables because there's protein in there too and by the end of it it'll probably end up being like a 40 grams plus or so um but yeah so if you want to eat five meals a day just divide it up by 20 or 28 grams per meal or you could divide it up a different way and you know do like 40 grams for each big meal and like 15 grams the small meals whatever you know what i mean but divide your protein up per meal once you know how many meals you have once your protein's divided up now just fucking load your plates up with vegetables just like oh I don't get this. This is the one thing I, I've been trying to understand for the last three years. Now, I haven't really fluctuated. Uh, I guess this past year is a little bit different. My weight hasn't been crazy in any way, shape, or form. I haven't had to drop that much weight. But like vegetables, bro. For real, vegetables. Double, triple, quadruple down on those motherfucking vegetables. I don't get this. I say one one serving minimum at a meal. One serving minimum. So like, let's just say you are trying to lose some weight. You have a big ass breakfast, you know, you have like a bowl of oats, some berries in that bitch, some nuts, some protein powder to get that protein intake in. And then like your your second meal is going to be like, you know, a protein shake and a salad or like a fucking some a block of tofu and a salad. You know, because you're getting your protein that you need and you're getting a bunch of vegetables. Then your next meal will be like fucking broccoli and mushrooms, some rice and a piece of tempeh. I don't know. I don't want to keep saying meat because like, I don't eat meat, but I don't, and I don't know the real macros on it anyway. Um, because like, like, let's just face it. Like when, when you're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on your vegetable intake, there's not going to be much room for like bullshit food. Um, cause your body like will tell you to chill the fuck out when you're eating too many vegetables. Like I, I don't think it's, and look, I, please don't prove me wrong actually please don't do this but i don't think it's possible to overeat vegetables like i really 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 don't think it's possible to overeat your vegetables because your body will be like yo do you need a fucking chill like when i first went vegan man i was like i was eating all the beans all the rice all the lentils and like my body could not digest that kind of fiber intake at first whoa was it a mess man my ex-girlfriend went through it a little bit anyway the point is um, your body, like when it's like a whole foods, like your body will tell you to chill because you get fucking full, you get all those nutrients in, there's a lot of fiber, your body's got to process that and it needs time. That's why like it's so much easier to down a box of Oreos versus like a bag of pinto beans. I don't know if that's a good comparison or not, but they're different. There's different, they're, well, Oreos don't really have a nutrient profile. Pinto beans have a significantly larger nutrient profile. So when it comes to whole foods, vegetables are special. Double down. One, two. You're never going to overeat those. And uh, I'm begging you, please don't prove me wrong on that because it's not a challenge. Um, so let's recap where we're at so far. Make sure you take a progress picture. That shit ain't bad. Protein. Get a number. Divide it up among your meals once you figure out how many meals you want. So figure out how much protein you need. To, um, figure out how many meals you're gonna eat. And guys, this isn't fucking rocket science. It doesn't. There's no right or wrong answer. If you want to eat six meals a day, fucking go for it. If you want to eat two meals a day, fucking go for it. Just make sure you divide your protein up. That's the biggest thing. Okay, there is no right or wrong. Like, there's still the misconception that like you need to keep eating meals throughout the day to keep your metabolism going. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, just eat food and don't overthink it. There's no right or wrong way. It's about what's going to work best for you and your lifestyle. That is what it's about. 
fitting your food to fit your lifestyle, not how can I torture myself by cutting out the foods I hate or the foods I like and centering my life around food. Nobody wants to do that. That and that's why I'm doing this episode. Like I, I want to. I really hope I'm not overcomplicating this for anybody. My goal is that you guys can apply this shit because in my head it just it sounds so simple. Apply this shit. Uh, and see the the results you're looking for without going crazy with your nutrition, okay? So divide the protein up once you have the number and the the amount of meals you want to eat in a day, right? Then just double down on vegetables, triple down, quadruple down. You're not going to overeat them. Uh, You're just not. It's as simple as that. Try to get a serving of vegetables at every meal. If you're eating like two or three meals, like for example, me right now, I'm eating three meals a day. Um, I eat like four servings of vegetables a day. Actually, they're all in one meal, but that's just the way I choose to eat because I like that. Not everyone's like that. Next, limit the amount of oils you're cooking in. Um, for real, that, those calories add up quick. And that goes for, uh, what are these called? Salad dressings too. There's a lot of them are made with oil. It's like the base. So like, careful with that shit. The calories add up fast. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with oils. I cook in them myself. I use them. However, again, the calories add up really fucking fast. So that's why I think you should limit the amount you're actually using uh let's see let's see water yo this probably should have been principle number one water yo water water is life literally i think it could be in some way shape or form i could probably make that argument in some capacity or that water is actually in fact life because we're 60 percent water i think the planet's like 70 percent water so uh, there's probably an argument there but that's not the point water is so under fucking valued it's a natural um hunger suppressant for one and two most people are actually walking around dehydrated not hungry so i want you to do this especially if you're trying to lose weight and you get like cravings and shit when you feel hungry just start drinking some water. It doesn't have to be like drink like eight ounces of water and then see how you feel. And then if the hunger doesn't go away, drink a little bit more water and then see how you feel. And if the hunger goes away, then you know you were dehydrated and not hungry. Now, if you manhandle three glasses of water for a total of like 60 ounces and you're still hungry, then you're probably hungry. But I think it's a good rule of thumb is especially if you're trying to determine if you're really hungry. And I, and I think a lot of people misconstrue their dehydration for hunger cues i think a lot of people uh and and this is something that i've i'm finally coming out on the other side of but like even i i struggled with this a lot a couple years ago i think a lot of people don't understand the cues the signs that their body is giving them dehydration i think is often misconstrued for hunger wait no hunger is often misconstrued as dehydrate wait hold on how do i want to phrase this I think you guys are get you'll get what I'm saying, but when people are hungry, they're really just dehydrated. Is what I'm trying to say, and they can't distinguish the two because it's people are just actually walking around. And I, I you know what? I wonder if I can look it up. There, I have I heard a statistic before. How many people? How many people are dehydrated? I heard. I just want to. I like the statistics. Dehydrated. How many people are dehydrated? I wonder if that's a good enough question to ask. Oh, okay. So according to the national, what's NCBI? According to the lay press, 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. Yes, there we go. I knew it was something wild like that. So 
I think a lot of people just don't understand that they're actually hydrated and not hungry. So I think a really good rule of thumb is when you feel hungry, especially if you've eaten already that day, or even if you haven't, just drink some water and see if it goes away. If it goes away, then you know it was dehydration and not hunger. Um, but if it doesn't go away, then it's time to think or evaluate. Like maybe I'm really hungry. Do I need to eat right now? Do you feel like you're going to pass out? I mean, like, look, realistically, human evolution, as far as human evolution is concerned, we were um, back in the day, our ancestors, when they were hunting for food and gathering food, they couldn't always eat right away. So the body is amazing and is capable of feeling hunger and not dying. Uh, so just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Human evolution has gotten us to a place where food is so readily available we're not used to feeling hungry but it's a normal thing like it's not like you're gonna explode um so let's see i'm going through here i think i think that might actually be everything i think that might actually be everything you know like i said a good starting place um is figure out your protein intake once you have that figured out determine how many meals you want to eat in a day again no right or wrong answer it could be two, it could be six, could be fucking one, actually. It really could be one, and people do, like, the OMAD thing. Actually, I did that for a little bit. It's actually kind of cool. It, look, when you fast or you do, like, one meal or two meals a day, like, it's cool because you don't have to concern yourself with food 24-7. I was, I've done the six meals a day, and it's, like, food dictated my life, and I don't like that, personally. If you don't care about food dictating your life and your food will always be in your mind because you just love food, fucking eat six meals a day that's cool uh but if if you don't if you're like me in any way shape or form do two or three or four or one uh, it doesn't really matter so protein intake figure that out then how many meals do you want to eat a day once you know how many meals you want to eat a day break up your protein into those meals once you break the protein up into those meals double down on your vegetables i would say have a, me a vegetable at every fucking meal uh, but if you're having like six meals a day, it might be kind of challenging. So at that, at, at that point, just like three to four servings of vegetables a day, I think is solid. Fucking, especially if you're trying to lose weight, double down on them. The more the more vegetables, the better. You know, fill your plate up with some complex carbohydrates. Carbs aren't bad. Some complex carbohydrates, like sweet potatoes, brown rice, quinoa, shit like that. Quinoa is cool because like you can just say, yo, I'm eating quinoa. You can feel all fancy and shit. So um, yeah, do that implement intermittent fasting that's if that sounds intriguing to you uh there's a there's a i did a podcast on all the, the actual health benefits of it i'll link that in the show notes um if if you're into that and then and then water don't sleep on that shit yo for real when you feel dehydrated just drink some water and and figure out if it's hunger if it's really hunger or if it's dehydration i'd be willing to bet more times than that you're just dehydrated prove me wrong um and i think that's it guys i really do think it's it. i really hope oh limit cooking cooking oils too don't forget that one i really guys hope i hope you guys took anything something from this episode for real uh, i've really tried to think about all the different ways that i've made it more of a lifestyle to not track calories because that shit is such a pain in the fucking ball sack do i think everybody should be able to do it absolutely do I think you sh you have to? No. And, and that's why I, I uh, came up with this list of things that I think if you follow these basic principles, regardless of your goals, um, I think you can accomplish them. You just might need to make some tweaks depending on your goals. Like if you're trying to put on size, do everything I said, but you don't have to worry about limiting cooking oils and you can eat more food in the day. You know what I mean? So instead of just like doubling down on vegetables, just have like, you know, a serving of vegetables and double down on like just chugging a bottle of oil to get the calories in because like if you know you know it's fucking hard to put on some size i don't care what anybody says um so yeah just adjust to your goals and i, and I really do think 
these tools uh, can be implemented regardless of what you're trying to achieve. So guys, if you took anything from this episode, please uh, drop a rate and review on iTunes. Um, it really helps me grow the show, gives people context as to why they should listen. Share it on social media. Tag your boy at Tyler underscore Egan on IG. And I will see you beautiful, filthy humans in the next episode. Peace.